we're we're on air. In the arms of an angel. Hello, this is me, Celestina Warbeck, and we need your help. The hippogriffs are being mistreated. We don't know their proper care, and so we attack when we should be answering with love. Please, flu, the humane society of the wizarding world for help and support of this cause. Hippogriffs want love just like you. Fly away from here. Chapter 10, Creature's Tale. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. Actually, I'm Aunt Molly. <gasps> oh my god! Yes! A little baby wizard was born yesterday. First we've got one. We've got Auntie Mall in the house. Longtime Harry Potter fan, first time on. <laughs> Um, so many Harry Potter onesies. Oh my goodness, Auntie Mall, are you gonna get your little nephew a broom when they for their first birthday? Well, this chapter was bringing up some feelings for me. I mean, it was perfectly timed, but like a little bit melancholy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, I will definitely be getting them the picture book um, at the appropriate time. I don't want to do too early. Like I yeah, got to do yeah. it. So I, I don't know up. what that perfect timing is, but like. I think like seven. Yeah. So, well, we are doing chapter 10 today. Creature's Tale. Yeah. That's a, it's a, it's a kind of like emotion chapter. I, I welled up multiple times. Um, yeah, it's, it's not even like dark. It's not like a dark, well, the creature stuff is really dark, but yeah. it's like, it just hits you kind of in all these different places. Obviously. Yeah. It's just like, has a lot of feelings and it, yeah. and it executes those feelings, right? Like the tone hits, you know? Yeah. Because the creature stuff, like what happens to him is awful, but like him t- resharing the story is like kind of nice for everyone because it really brings them together right this whole thing with regulus is like actually really sweet to hear about yeah but we're getting ahead of ourselves we're getting ahead of ourselves molly what did you rename this chapter buried pasts revealed Ooh. okay buried pasts i was trying to link the two like lily's letter and creature Mm. stuff so buried was the best word i could come up with no i think it i think it that comes across because it's not like secret yeah um what about you what did you rename it i renamed it lost letters lives and lockets Ooh, love some alliteration yeah, but woof. <laughs> Lost Letters and Lies sounds like a Lifetime movie. So we had to add the 
the lockets. I mean, I'd watch it. <laughs> um, my haiku is a little different for me. This uh, my oh. five, five. Okay, I'm playing with a new format. What was the what's the format? <clears throat> Lost note, found meaning, found R A B, lost locket, found cave, lost a life. Woof! I know it took a turn. <laughs> I mean, so but did the chapter. But I liked your uh, your lost and found theme. <laughs> Very cool. Wow. How am I meant to follow that? I mean, the poem itself was um, par, but... <laughs> no, I love a theme. Um, my haiku is scraps of the past, R.A.B., a hero unmasked, an elf's tale at last. Oh, your middle line is so good. Thank you. That's like, I, I worked really hard on that. It doesn't fit as seven. So I, I borrow a syllable from the first line, but it's all the total number of syllables that you're supposed to have. Which is really what a haiku is. Yeah. Well, it starts out kind of sad too, this chapter. Oh yeah. Um, Hermione, it's, I mean, sweet. It's not, no, it's sweet. It starts sweet, kind of. Are like holding hands, or like fell asleep holding hands, but then Harry's like, it just reminds me of my own loneliness. It makes me a little lonely. (laughs) But I I always think of this image, though, of Ron and Hermione falling asleep with, like, like they had just, they held hands and about Ron insisting that she sleep on the cushions. Yeah. It's sweet. I'm in Sirius's room, so if you have stuff before that. Um, I like this call out that Harry does about Dudley. Like, um, you've been, he, like, well, he's comparing Dudley to Dumbledore, which isn't exactly what happened, but he's like, did Dumbledore just stand by like Dudley did while this, like, torture happened for, like, years? It's like, rough. And I feel like this idea of like the bystander isn't really brought up enough when it comes to Voldemort himself like and how Mm -hmm. it feels like you're either a Voldemort sympathizer and or death eater or you're like in the order and they don't really address or she doesn't really address kind of this um you know the other people yeah I don't know um Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a fan fiction that talks about uh, it's uh, Ginny starts dating this Ravenclaw witch and um, she's like talk I think she's talking about like I think maybe she found out that like Harry and uh, Pansy were dating someone was about to date a Slytherin that like wasn't officially a Death Eater but you know So, and then the Ravenclaw that she was dating was like, well, I didn't take sides in the war because I was a kid and I didn't know these people from Adam. 
like I wasn't best friends with Dumbledore and I certainly didn't support Voldemort but like I went home so what do you not respect me anymore and they get in this huge fight about like well you should have stayed and fought bystander like it, right. it was like it was really nuanced argument but obviously I think I personally think the Ravenclaw was right because they were like they were just they had just not been minors you know right well um, I don't think it's either or fought in the war or you're a like a complete bystander like I think right middle ground to be played with there like actual yeah. middle ground like where somebody is like actively against Voldemort but maybe isn't like you know fighting the war right exactly yeah sorry that was a really long tangent it just yeah. reminded me of that I don't think it was a long we've done longer <laughs> for sure um also this is really when Harry starts to like question Big D in general and is like just going through that a lot at the beginning oh, of this chapter he's going through a time and it's like fair and but like really so hard to see like yeah happening here and it's like it kind of gets annoying as the book goes on because it's like we start to well at least I start to like be with Hermione like we have this other job to do like we gotta focus man yeah we didn't say it like that but <laughs> um we gotta focus man quote Hermione Granger <laughs> um but it's just like it's kind of it's again heartbreaking I think I used the word heartbreaking several times in this show <laughs> it was it was I was at work doing my notes and I was like a Lachlan came in and I was just like what <laughs> what's happening um but yeah I met him walking through the house going to Sirius's room and I'm like spooked at him like walking through this like creepy house like Sirius died like I'm like a little spooked there's mice running around but not in like the house he didn't die I in know. the house but I would feel well one I would also feel like I'm not supposed to be here even though like it's Harry's house like I'm not saying he's he should feel like that I would just be like freaked out it is interesting because I have a note it's not my next note but I have a note at some point because Hermione's like scolding him for leaving and my note was like obviously he was gonna look around the house like who yeah. wouldn't look around the house oh I was with Hermione I was like that's terrifying of course they were freaking out that you had disappeared no 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 I'm on her side for that yeah. I think he like, like left a note or something but like of course he would look around yeah um I couldn't I couldn't help myself I would definitely go look at Sirius's room um um but yeah I I have a little note for Sirius oh okay I said personally I think it would have made your parents matter if you would put half-dressed muggle boys on your wall but um you know to each their own sure <laughs> I hear what you're saying but you know People just are trying to find themselves when they they're trying, they're working. He was working things out, you know? Um, I did that. It did make me wonder, like, if, you know, Sirius was straight and like lived and would he have like married a muckle or like, you know, I don't think he would, but like, just I just, 
I mean, and maybe it's no, I thought this before I read fan fiction, before I even shipped Wolf Star, to be honest. Yes. Um, I just there's not like serious just is so gay to me. I don't know. This this always this scene always takes me off guard. I'm like, what? Women? Who? Serious black? What? Um I don't think I ever thought about Sirius with somebody else because I was thinking about me and Sirius. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's true, honestly. I think he's gay except for me. (laughs) I I never thought that he was gay, but... I thought you had the in love with James theory. Well, well, it wasn't like that I thought... It wasn't like a theory like, oh, I think that this is what's happening. But when when we talked about fan fiction... That's what I thought that was more apparent. I guess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess I, I guess that's true. I guess I forgot that I shipped myself with Sirius for a while. So maybe I didn't think of him as gay until later. Or maybe but, I did have that thought too. Actually, maybe I just right. guess I thought he was like bi and fluid, which also makes a lot of sense for him. He's got a very David Bowie kind of feel yeah. about him but when I was reading it I didn't I, I mean no I mean I wasn't that sophisticated <laughs> right I mean maybe by but I just uh um, still I did not have the was. I didn't have the language especially when I was first reading it I made it seem like I was like in <laughs> elementary school <laughs> like mom this character is gigaga <laughs> no um but um, yeah, I do. I love the description of Sirius's room, though. And yeah, like, me. T- <laughs> it's just great with the the Muggle women <laughs> on his wall. I like that his posters won't come down, and that that picture of all of them together. I wish we could just like burn a hole through Wormy's face, like we do on the Black Wall. But yeah, seriously. Um, two eyes. <laughs> I also can you can really tell that JK Rowling she who must not be named really thinks about characters personalities coming through mm. in their rooms or in their living space like I thought about the burrow and like even specifically Ron's room and like yeah Harry's room and Luna we see Luna's later and it's just like she, she definitely very thoughtful about the whole story yeah yeah and like that description is so representative and then like uh Regulus's on the in the same chapter it's like Mm -hmm. very clear who this person is based off of like what what their room is and I I, I think that's cool me too um I love this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And and just to follow up on what you were saying, my note, I said, I love this sad little uh, time capsule that we get of Sirius through his room. Like, it's basically exactly what you were saying, but it does, it feels like you're walking into another time. Like, you're walking into a TV show, like the older character walks in through the door and then you see young Sirius in his room you can hear Regulus banging on the wall next door and Sirius be like turn off that muggle music and Sirius being like up yours and 
you can see that it reminds me of like the flashback episodes of Gilmore Girls that's kind of how I saw it in my head this episode Mm -hmm. like I don't know it just that's why I think I get so emotional is because she really she who must not be named really does do a good job of you know setting up that whole world for us to just dive back into and then the letter just solidifies it like I am right there I and and even though they don't describe the house I know I see them I see James anxiously like pacing up and down I I can see the picture of Harry zooming across I see the cat being scared away by Harry on the broom I see um Wormtail showing up for a visit and being anxious and feeling guilty and and then I can see the aftermath of what happens a little while, a little bit after that. And it's awful. Yeah, like... And now it's like the WandaVision flashback in my head. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because it's three months. Exactly. <laughs> Which it's also like, this is one of the last things that Sirius has, too, before he goes to prison. Yeah. Basically. Um like, this is, like, his, like, it's, I mean, I know we were just saying that because he died, but it's also, like, memorializing who he was before he went to Azkaban. Right. Well, yeah, it's. You were already saying, but. No, but, yeah, it's. Saying it explicitly. Um, I don't know. It just makes me feel, it makes me feel a lot of mixed things. Yeah. Um, well, I, I only, I guess, like lightened part is like the whole time he like moved back he just like left his room like he didn't try and change anything he's like no I'm keeping keeping the ladies keeping (laughs) well I I guess yeah he would sleep in his old room he wouldn't like move into the master because that's when we know that because Buckbeak was in the mom yeah (laughs) but yeah no, no sign of like serious that Harry knew. Just <laughs> he probably likes seeing the him before Azkaban too. At the very least, the him who had friends. Yeah, I also that, don't think he cared enough to like. Yeah. Anything. Um, he doesn't but... seem like much of an interior decorator. Serious. Clearly he is though. <laughs> um, um, so I'm yeah, the letter, mixed feelings, heartbreaking. I'm so happy though that Lily is the one that's written the letter because this is one of the only like long times that we get of Lily Potter. Yeah. Other and than like the fish story. Right. And I it just made me think that this book really focuses a lot on Lily mm-hmm. where the other ones focus a lot on James because you get the whole Snape Prince's tale, which is really half Lily's story too. Right. Um, and I, Oh, but just one more thing about Sirius. I love that it that comes full circle. Like he buys Harry his first room and then he buys him <laughs> the fireball. So good. Yes. And like Harry recognizes that too. Like, yeah. 
I have so many feelings. Like the letter is um like so 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 sad to me because it's like this glimpse of like the only time they have of this like quote unquote perfect life, even though they're like in the midst of a war. Like this is yeah our happiest time, but then it's and so that part's sad, but it's also like so like familial and nice to hear like that they it have feels this- warm. That happy that house feels warm and happy. But despite that's why they're being <laughs> right, despite yeah, like it just like I feel like Lily tried to make Christmas cookies and James snuck one. I don't know. It just like yeah. and then it's just hard for Harry to be like, this is what it was supposed to be for me. Yeah, I was supposed to have a godfather that bought me brooms every year and to have a pet cat and have parents that love me. Right. And then the other part of the letter, obviously, is like, it's also really juicy. Yeah. With like information, which is just... Again, we're giving her a lot of ups this chapter, but it is really excellent writing. And I mean, we, we've started this podcast acknowledging and with the understanding that um, it's a brilliant piece of writing. That's why we've read it so many times. That's why we love the books. Yeah. Um, we didn't know until recently that J.K. Rowling has um, her own bullshit that she's dealing with. But that doesn't change the fact that doesn't like go back and rewrite the books and make them less brilliant. Unfortunately, the the piece of work that we are talking about is still a really good piece of work. Now, she herself is a piece of work in a different way. (laughs) But we will continue talking about the written work on the books and not on online. Yeah. Um, but also fuck Wormtail for coming over to visit. I, I, I don't feel anything about his guilt. Like no sympathy. I, no, like I don't, it doesn't matter like how guilty like it doesn't matter. You should be guilty. At minimum, you should be guilty. If you don't look guilty, you're a sociopath. So I just I I don't I don't even care to like think about him and h- how he feels. Like I have right. I have no interest in that <laughs> in that thought experiment, but um the Harry like noticing how they like write their letters the same way. I know she writes her cheese like I do. Ah! <laughs> and like just his whole realization of like my mom wrote this and it means that I am her son. Like I'm getting a little worked up just reading it. Um, like it was just too much for me to handle. It's really really emotional my sister just had a son like I can't <laughs> oh no well don't go there but your that, red, I mean, that's what your, I was thinking your redheaded sister just had a son. yeah it was just like it was a lot to think like 
that weight the weight of it yeah on Harry and like how he's just so excited that like there is genuine excitement like to have this piece I don't know it's just and then the whole picture thing like I I was like I just can't with this either like it's just it's so emotional and I'm trying to think he doesn't have this is the only of their words that he's ever had except for the marauders map Right. Well, now like he's, he's like nev- one thing from each of them. But he's never heard his mother's voice before. Like he knows her tone. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, except for like the scream. Right. But th- I don't think that counts. Well, no, he he saw her in the pensive too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That never mind. Never mind. That's true. Um, I know. I just remember that as well. So I mean. I, but you're you're so right. Like it's so nice to kind of he's like, and it seems like he's kind of resolved his stuff with his dad, like mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, but it's nice, it, and obviously it's really nice. Well, I'll, um, let me see how far. I don't want to get too far ahead of the notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, well. So with the letter, I was gonna say, um, it's. I like that it comes back, the letter comes back at the prince's tail, like, and I think that's mm-hmm. cool, but, like, it makes me so mad that Snape was, like, going through Sirius's shit, like, after he died, and, like, why, why were you even there? Like, were you looking for the locket on Dumbledore's orders, or were you just, like, looking through his stuff? <laughs> we can't, we shall never know. I would like to believe that he was also looking for the locket. I think he was looking for the locket. But Dumbledore, but does Dumbledore? No, but Dumbledore didn't know it was a fake. But like Dumbledore's portrait is like giving a lot of orders. Yeah, but I don't, I, Dumbledore's order, wait, and, and Harry never says it's a fake to Snape. So yeah, he's definitely not looking for the locket. I don't know what he's looking for. I like this was the first time I really like thought about that because normally I'm like oh it's like kind of sweet or whatever like or like I I don't know I I feel whatever about it before but now I'm like actively mad about it yeah I don't know what he I I'll have to wait till we get there maybe I'll have like a better theory by the time that I get to there yeah if there's like more of an explanation and I also don't know if it was like post Dumbledore dying that he went there or post Sirius dying well see if it's post Sirius dying then it almost makes more sense like you're looking for evidence like things with creature like I that makes more sense to me see I think it makes more sense like that dumb yeah but you know whatever but I like that we get the conclusion of the letter essentially later me too I like that we get that um, and that it's it is later and check off so it doesn't really <laughs> reveal that much more other than the Grindelwald thing sorry what were you saying nothing I just I said something that didn't make sense I said Chekhov's letter but it like doesn't pay off in that way so yeah. it's just not really but it, I do think like thinking about this letter is one of the most heartbreaking things of this whole book for me 
it's yeah it definitely does it, it gets me and it gets me every time so for sure just like uh the what could have been is so much harder than yeah I'm at like Hermione and stuff coming in now but I don't me know if more I don't to talk about with the letter or be more of the specifics with like Dumbledore or um the... no I'm okay yeah um I think it's pretty straightforward. Um, I met Harry. Um, oh, sorry. One, one last thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I also just like that Lily was writing a letter to Sirius. Like, yeah. it just, it was just kind of sweet that she's like, you know, you're my best friend too, because you're Jane's right. best friend. I don't know. And she calls, and I really like the detail that she calls, like, she doesn't say Peter. She calls Wormtail Wormy. And the letters to Pad. Pad. And I just. And well, that might be for like security. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe. But she. It's just. I, don't know, I, like, I like to think that she's, she's in the crew. Yeah. She's yeah. an honorary marauder. And personally, I like to think of her as the fourth marauder. I like to forget one exists. That makes sense to me. Perfectly. You don't have to explain that. Um. But yeah, it's like she's like worried about James and she's yeah. like telling him. But yeah, sorry, that was my last thing on that. I think it would be really great if you came over. I think that would really make him feel better. Do you think he did? Yeah, I do. I want to believe that. I think he definitely did. I think if if James was feeling unsettled, Sirius would come running. He would go, yeah. For sure. Whew, okay. <clears throat> Harry, you're not exactly being subtle with this whole Godric's Hollow thing. Um, but uh, certainly not. But I'm on Harry's side here, actually. Me too. But he's, he's trying to be clever. He's like, you know, um, the filled bagshot, know who she is? Well, she lived in Godric's. I think all he needs, well, one, all he really needs to say is like, I have a gut feeling and I want to follow that gut. Like for me, Harry has proven his gut. For you, but for, oh, are you saying that like that this is what he should have said to Hermione or that for you, the gut would convince you? Because I actually think Hermione would still push back because she always does. I think she would push back. So I would say that. And then I would also say like, because that's where Voldemort disappeared the first time. Like that is a, the key. It could be something in that. Um, yeah. and like, so I feel like that would also be enough for me to want to go. But like, I think Harry's right. And obviously Hermione's right too, that like, it probably is a trap and that like, it is like, they, they would probably know that we're going there. I think she is right ultimately. And I think- I mean, yeah, she is right. Hermione ultimately is right on both accounts. Like they don't really get more information and they don't really, you know. Right. Like. I still think they should go. <laughs> well, yes, but I'm glad they don't go here because they don't know anything about the Deathly Hollows yet, really. Like it would, right. it's not as much of a payoff here. Yeah. They, they would really get no information if they went now and they'd be shit out of luck because <laughs> they probably have a lot more Death Eaters than to deal with other than just Nagini. Yeah, that's true. So 
Um, but I'm, I'm not like even anti Hermione here. I just am pro Harry wanting to go. Same. I, I'm even though I know on every account that Hermione is correct, I feel that I am pro Harry in this moment. They both can be right in this situation, I think. Yeah. It's just always hard when you know someone is right <laughs> to be like, I'm. <laughs> It's like seeing a crystal ball, having a crystal ball yeah. and being like, um, I take Harry's side, even though the crystal ball, I saw the future and I know that Hermione's right. <laughs> but it, it changes everything for them. I yeah. Think, for, for a lot of reasons, but um, he needed to do that. So it's like, even if you didn't get what you were looking for, like you got something out of that trip. Right. Cause they go, they go to, they go to Xenophilius's right after Nagini, right? When Ron comes back. It's, oh, the, they, they, they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, because okay. Yeah. So they get out of it either way. So it doesn't actually really like. Yeah, we this what if this what if game could go forever because we yeah, don't know. They're them as a group are not ready for Godric's Hollow. Like no. not, they haven't done enough. Like they could barely get out of a diner. We are not ready for Godric's. Um Woof. I thought I did. About Dumbledore. I thought I knew him. Knew him. That's a that's a rough line. I I had like a series of questions for myself and I guess for you about this. Mm -hmm. Like this is the journey I went on. I was like, I, I'm ready. It's a little bit like, what would it mean if any of it was true about Dumbledore? Does it ultimately matter? And then and then I was like, well, obviously Harry does this journey and ultimately decides it doesn't matter. He's gonna do what he's gonna. I gotta do what I gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know, like yeah. he's gonna go and die for the cause for yeah, um, regardless of where Dumbledore stands and he makes peace with that. So I just like, it's hard knowing that now and like this whole struggle, like I just said, like he's gonna be struggling with this for a while. And it's like, it, it, it doesn't really matter ultimately that Dumbledore lied, but it's like, how do you trust someone that's lied to you? Right. I guess for me, yeah, it's about all of this things for me. And I feel like Harry feels this way too. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter the information that it's learning. Like if Dumbledore had confessed to me these things that he did in confidence, then it would not change my opinion yeah. of Dumbledore at all because I know the Dumbledore as a person it's not that it's you did that, a bad thing it's that you lied about the it's that you lied about it and that I feel like their whole relationship is Harry confiding everything to him and just that like that smack in the face like Harry knew that he didn't know a lot about Dumbledore that's not a secret but it's the smack in the face that oh, I really didn't know anything about him and I considered him like my father figure. Yeah, it's and, just, and all this information is coming out. <laughs> right, exactly. Like other people knew this stuff. It's just, yeah. 
it's just like the betrayal of the lack of information and the and the the uneven relationship that would really mess me up it's not the I don't care about what his past is like it's not affecting who truly who I think about Dumbledore as a person it affects how I view my relationship with Dumbledore it's about trust it is and but then Harry ultimately decides to trust him yeah um, and good for him I think that's a very mature bold decision call or you know whatever but yeah it's like you I mean I'm sure everybody has friends like that right where it's like you know that there are just some friends that can't share and so if they're not going to share with you, you don't really feel the need to share with them. It just feels like an uneven relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, and I like, I mean, I do like that Harry does this journey, but it's, it's just harder now reading it, I think. And especially cause I just feel I've gone on my own journey, journey with Dumbledore, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, we have, but I'm sure yeah. we'll say, I'm sure I'll have that same note like 10 more times. Well, right. Like exactly. I'm always, for me, I feel burned by my Dumbledore relationship. <laughs> Alex, the Again, reader. I still go back to, I trust him and I love him. <laughs> Alex, the reader feels burned and I do love of him no matter what and like I said it doesn't what we learn about him doesn't change my opinion about him but it's the secrets he keeps from Harry aka me that 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 give me like a bad taste in my mouth about Dumbledore I think for us it's harder the lamb to slaughter thing than it is for Harry and for Harry it's like you didn't tell me you lived in Godric's Hollow. I mean, it's more than yeah. that, but. Yeah, uh, I, I guess, yes. For him, it's in separate categories. But for me, that it, it goes in the same category as secrets. The lamb yeah. to slaughter thing. Yeah. He just is like always withholding information. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, okay, I have another note that um, is familiar because it's similar to our note from last chapter. It takes them like 30 minutes, not really. It takes them like 25 minutes of the audiobook to remember that Ron is there. That's all I'm gonna say. No, he says something earlier. At the very beginning of the chapter, we talk about the hand holding thing, but he's he they have to call Ron up to do the no. RAB stuff. When when Hermione finds Harry, she calls to Ron and says, I found him. And Ron's like, oh, I'm going to tell him I'm going to kill him then. Yeah, but like, they that, have this. They immediately. Yeah, but they have this whole, I I'm, I'm really mean the book forgets that Ron's oh, there. He's like, supposed to be like cooking. No. In the kitchen. They, That's what they said. The reason I bring this up is because, again, they don't need Harry for, Ron for this journey. Ron, I mean, Harry and Hermione do the whole, like, talk about Dumbledore thing, the RAB thing. Well, Honestly, before Ron even gets there. I remember that is kind of what Ron gets upset about. Like right, but that's what I, says you don't need me. Like oh, Brad was here, and they don't. <laughs> um, I well, did find his like plus moment in this chapter. Oh, I forgot a little bit later. Oh, I had that in the beginning, but yes, he um, has multiple. 
I gave him like a what he brought to the team. Yeah, other than the hand holding, which was going to be mine if we didn't have anything else. And that's not really bringing to the team. That's bringing to Hermione. Right. Like we love a giver, but this is not the time. <laughs> um. Okay, but are you at RAB? Yeah. Such a good plot twist, I think. Or not even a pl- a, a reveal. A re- it's <laughs> such a good reveal. Like looking at the door, RA Regulus Act. <gasps> Hermione? Hermione? I thought you were going to say it took them too long to like use a low Hamora on the door. <laughs> no. They were too excited. That makes sense. I can't believe Ron. I get, it was so funny to me because I was sitting there thinking this whole time they were having this Dumbledore conversation. Wow, Ron just not having a, like, Ron is just not here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it was really Harry sharing Lily's letter to her mom. I, I, I know, but. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This is what I would like. Uh-huh. Um, I want a Disney Plus spinoff miniseries about Regulus Black. <laughs> well, I just want a whole Marauders TV show. Right. And Regulus would be in that as a main character. <laughs> I know, but like his journey is so, I want more. I just want to know more about like him being like obsessed to a degree that other Death Eaters aren't about Voldemort, like press clippings and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then like having such a drastic change. Yeah. And then like his whole never really getting along with Sirius, but then they like are aligned in this like great way. Like, I don't know. I just want to know more. Me too. I mean, I read a lot of fan fiction about this. Um I love this. Strangely enough, a popular ship, a like weirdly popular ship, and I don't even think I really ship it, but I it's a fascinating ship, is James and Regulus, which that is just surprise me, but I'm not here for it. It just it's just it's it's fascinating. I don't when I've read it just because I've read other, like they've been like side pairings and like for Wolfstar. Yeah, or a or an everybody lives dreary, but it just, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the ship. I don't mind it, but I'm not. I get why people write it. Yeah, I guess, I guess James and Lily for me are my like purest ship. Like I, I don't ever, like I don't ship James or Lily with other people. I, <laughs> if they if they live they live and they're happy together <laughs> you, you they can't both have to live <laughs> yeah you can't convince me otherwise or they're just a single parent like yeah oh oh my god but anyway um what was I saying about Regulus but yeah I do love I love reading fix that have a lot to do with the serious Regulus relationship I think there's just so much writing to be done there there's so much angst and and good story storytelling potential that's kind of minor to me because I just kind of assume that they just don't really have a relationship but his whole Voldemort story is like I mean yeah obviously that's a I mean yeah it's fascinating there's like newspaper clippings on a wall I'm like intrigued (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, is this person a serial killer? Are they just going insane on a crazy theory? Well, I think specifically with Regulus, it feels very much like don't meet your heroes, right? Like he he realized it's like he was like, oh my goodness, like I follow you, like blah, blah, blah from afar. And then he joined up and he was like, he could see more than the other Death Eaters could see, oh, this man is crazy. Right. This is a crazy man. And, and then, like, just wanting to take him down, but, like, on his own, essentially. Like, yeah, on his own terms. Doesn't want to join the Order. Like, I don't know. Yeah, there's just a lot to mine there. Well, and I don't want, and I really, I don't want to... I don't want to talk bad about Regulus at all because I want to believe the best in him. But I don't know if he actually doesn't believe in the things that Voldemort stands for or if he just thought didn't believe in Voldemort. I was I was just thinking that, like, did his views change? Or did he just realize that Voldemort was crazy and yeah. ultimately was going to bring down the wizarding world? So he wanted to prevent that from happening, but he still probably was a blood purist. Like, yeah, I feel like, um, yes. And, but then I wonder, like, if he had lived, if he would have continued to... To go on that journey. Yeah, but I do think that that's probably the more realistic thing is that he fell out of love with Voldemort, but not the cause, which is why he didn't betray the Death Eaters, really. Yeah. I also think it's telling that he called Creature back and then and then he, he does the potion. Like, clearly Regulus is a good person with a heart, you know? Like I, I think kind of a, talked about that. I think a lesser person would have let creature do the potion again. Well, what I had I think we talked about this maybe during the cave episode. Yeah. I think that he always intended to die. Die. Well, me too. So uh, now, now I don't think I thought that when we talked about it the first time, but yeah. I agree with you now, and especially the way it's worded in Creature's story this time when he gives him those instructions it's like he walked into the water yeah it was was really sad it was really really sad but then I wasn't sure like so him calling back creature I did wonder like was that kind of a fluke like did he know how much endangered creature was and did he just write right time you know call how did Wait, how did Voldemort get out again? What did they say? The boat. boat. He took, did he just take the boat as Creature? And just, he just left Creature on that little island and then Creature got thirsty and went Mm -hmm. for the water. I wonder if he put, he had like some kind of trace on Creature when he could feel, sense that if he was in danger or something, or I, it feels intentional, him calling him back. I think that maybe- Regulus was waiting for Voldemort to come back with Creature, and Voldemort was like, "Like, I, yeah, maybe don't worry about when, it." When or yeah, or there was like a space in time when, like, he was like three hour mark. Creature hasn't come back. If you're not back in four hours, I'll call you back or something like that. You know, 
Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Well, but see the whole, the whole walking into death for me feels like a lot of guilt and doubt. So now it makes me think that maybe he is recognizing like he felt like, bad for what he did. For, for his past mistakes. Like he had come to that realization and that's why he felt he needed to die. That makes me feel a lot better and a lot worse. Like I know that sounds awful, but I actually. No, I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Think about that when we were just talking about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's obviously a better story for Regulus, but it's a more interesting story for my little mini series if he didn't fully like change his mind. Yeah. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, that's, it's just so, it's a juicy, juicy side plot. The, okay, so I'm still in the bedroom though. Um, I'm sure, uh, you are too, but, yeah, um, the whole thing where Harry is, like, caught up with the fact that he was also a seeker has always, like, stood out to me for some reason, and I can't really say why, but. Yeah, I can't put a finger on it, but. uh, my thought today was just like Harry's just trying to find anyone he can identify. He's trying with. to find connections wherever he can get it, and even in serious. It's like, see, for me this time when I read it, it was like, you know, this was a kid too, you know. Someone but like I, someone like me. Right, exactly. Like, it just felt like, it it made me think of Regulus, and I think I think about him like this a lot of the time. Like, he joins the, um, he joins the Death Eaters when he's 16, like somebody else that we know, and regretted it. So it's mm-hmm. like he's a seeker like Malfoy. Oh, if I were cool. if I were gonna if I were gonna get dreary about it all, <laughs> that's um that's what I would be thinking about. I I was thinking about them together later, I think. Um but not not there. That's a really good point because I forgot I always kind of forget that Drake is also a seeker, even though I know that's like a big thing, but <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, mostly because in the last book he's like not into quidditch at all. quidditch anymore yeah he's got more um but i obviously know that he is um no one is questioning that you would get that question wrong <laughs> on a quiz no it just wasn't at my the forefront is all yeah um i have the note um shut up with the sass run but I don't know what I am referring to I just felt the need to write it in my notes Harry or Hermione is like we have to search manually and he's like oh that's a good idea because he was already searching manually right 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 (laughs) right oh yeah what do you think I'm doing here (laughs) (laughs) great like nobody needed that sass Ronald I'm like on a roller coaster of emotion though, because they're like, hey, it, the locket, it must be here. We found RAB. And then it's like, oh, we can't find it. Wait, there was a locket. Oh, we got rid of it. Wait, creature. <laughs> yeah, same. That that was honestly my exact happening. But like also imagine realizing that um you were casually throwing around Voldemort's soul. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 
trying to open that up in the uh, borough. I mean, in uh, number 12. No wonder everyone's um, sad in that house. Right, true. I think we've said this actually like a long time ago. Yeah, not only does Creature um, have like, is Creature tortured? obviously with whatever happens to him and whatever he sees when he drinks that full potion um, and then having to watch Regulus die in front of him and then being left alone in that house for 30 years. On top of it all, he was clutching a horcrux for 30 years. I don't know, Creature's mind ain't right. That boy needs intense therapy. (laughs) I did say though, I don't know. Is Creature the best arc of the series? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Name a better here uh, redemption arc. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I think you have one in mind, but. Who? The Malfoys? <laughs> I I mean, he doesn't even get a full one in the yeah. in the books. Like in in my head canon for Draco, yes. I mean. Draco's not making onion soup in a chapter, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. (laughs) Um. (laughs) There are fan fictions like that, though. When Draco chooses uh, where he, like, runs away and joins their, their little, like, Horcrux hunt team, um... (laughs) <laughs> oh they're so funny those are silly or like Dumbledore assigns Draco to work with them on the mission like when he's like I can help you he assigns Draco to help them because he has all of this like insider information um yeah and in those he usually ends up cooking something or Harry ends up teaching him how to cook or something very domestic um to shift gears slightly no (laughs) mundungus sucks i can't i was so enraged like there's my blood was at a temperature of 200 okay boiling like we've already addressed that he's like stealing from a dead man's house like moments perhaps after he died and then like this little house elf who has nothing takes his only little possessions that he has held on to for why mundungus you have plenty of stuff like and i know that that's just how people see house elves he's like that's not his like you know whatever but it's just like the level of disrespect is I like really can't speak about it yeah like I just and I remember earlier I had this like deep hatred of Mundungus like from the get and I would make him my rat for innocuous reasons but it's because I still have this hate fire yeah like Percy and Mundungus we really we have issues I hate Mundungus more than I hate Griphook. Oh, I don't hate Griphook. Me either, but I do think he's a, a little shit. Oh, I he's not like... 
I mean, he does leave them to die. He's not, like, innocent. He's not my champ, but... <laughs> I also find, um, as, as I'm sure many people do, goblins very fascinating, and they're, like, whole... Yeah. Their own, like... Their species has their own, like, kind of moral code or whatever. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, that's not a groundbreaking thought, but... <laughs> Rude! Okay! No, no! I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Because I was like, I was like, I'm really interested in goblins, like, no one else, like, I just felt like I was saying something that, like, yeah, everyone is a little bit interested in goblins. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harry's tone gets real dark here. Toward creature it's rough going he's like i understand where he's coming from it's all the serious stuff yeah but he harry grows a lot just in like yeah he really he starts well he's harry um heart of gold potter like really like his heart like he can't take it when creatures telling his story and all of it and like and then hermione explains it and he's like uh you're so right I have to be a good boy because I'm a sweet sweet boy and even before that like obviously he's very rude to creature but he like stop he like doesn't want him excuse me to like punish himself like he's like right trying to stop that because Harry doesn't hate him or have feelings towards him because he's a house elf he just right because he's like our bad person well yes I'm not I don't think that Harry is racist I know but um speciesist I um oh sorry go ahead the first this is the first time I thought about this and this was my my little link between Draco and Regulus was um this could have so easily been Dobby because I'm sure he was like does anyone have a house elf and if Lucius had been like yeah you can use mine or like but instead Regulus was like I have one you know like we don't know how that situation went down but like it could have very easily had been easily yeah and that doesn't really relate to Draco but that's no uh, I didn't think about that and I'd never thought about it before today Hmm. um I they weren't gonna call Dobby back oh no 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 um this setup for elf magic is brilliant I love that we learn about it here because again it's one of those great times where it's like okay you think that they're explaining this because it's only relevant in this chapter about how elves can operate in places that wizards can't and then boom bang thank you ma'am wham bam Malfoy Manor in the two Dobby it comes comes back I was like yeah (laughs) we love it Uh, give me those breadcrumbs um I I mean you already said Harry like during this whole story but I was like man obviously this is horrible for a creature I have to tell but it's like also so hard to hear like Harry reacting and reliving it through creatures story he's like I'm feeling all this empathy for creature. Plus I've got my own shit from doing that same thing and like watching that Dumbledore died essentially from it. Like, 
Woof. It's rough. Um, but that was my Ron plus moment was that he was the one that was like, ma- he was the one explaining the magic of yes. ourselves. Yes. And how like, that's, he's like, no, Harry, you dumb, dumb. This is what happened. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. No, I'll give that, I'll give that to you. That's useful. I actually think that is like, a good useful thing about Ron because Hermione knows like certain things about the magical world but she can't possibly know every little nuance of like what it's actually like to grow up there because that's just like a lived in cultural thing and so Ron also serves as like our 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 know the world knowledge like the uh institutional knowledge there you go yeah. So I'll give that to you, Ron, Ron Bon. Ronnie Kins. Yeah. Juan Juan. Runal Wazlieb. Also, he's the best nicknames. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, Alex. This note just says it's a really sad story. <laughs> I got choked up. In case you forgot. And then it says, I got choked up until he got racist again. <laughs> so, Little racism saving you from tears. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was about to cry. And then he was like, the bad blood tried to touch me. And I was like, well. <laughs> and then Hermione explains it all. She's yes. like, this is how humans and all people are. If you're nice to them, they'll be nice to you. So maybe you should be nice to people in house elves. <laughs> yeah, although I do think that some, I think it's like, if we really want to get meta, it, like, I think sometimes, like, it, if you are kind to racists, that they're kind back or they may learn something that their preconceived notions weren't true. But mostly, I think we don't have to be nice to racists. So, not gonna take that lesson. <laughs> yeah, well, gonna pass. <laughs> it's because creature is the person that's enslaved. Right. Well, her point that's um, from the race or like being treated racistly against. Right. I mean, I think in this situation, the analogy is closer to like hell selves. I know this is this is going to sound crazy when it comes out of my mouth, but just like go with me. Hell selves are like white people that are in a um, lower socioeconomic level and muggle borns are like people of color in this situation in this one that she's talking about here where it's like well no it's not that's not true I take it all back it's very specific what she's talking about that because they're enslaved so they have to take on the prejudices of their master so that's it's just not like that at all so ignore what I was gonna say right well and it's also like creature is not representing him, him being racist is not representing him. of house elves, which is why, which is why my point. I yeah. I, I I backpedaled. It no, I know. I was it. just well, I was talking that out with you because I was like going down that path as well. But I, I mean, we we've already kind of talked about 
it, Hermione is like white savioring the house elves, but yeah. like also she's part she's, of she's a she's a minority in the right. wizarding world. So right, so it's all complicated. Yes, and um, speaking of complicated, our boy Sirius is pretty problematic. Tbh, <laughs> as a whole. That's my next note. Um, It's not a really great look. We've discussed this before. The way Sirius treats Creature. And a lot of things could have been different if Sirius treated Creature differently. I don't know. I know that Creature brings back a lot of feelings of, like, his mother and all of that. But, like, when you see how easily creature shifts even with Harry and Ron and Hermione you see how like even like the bare minimum of kindness would have gone a long way right like I feel like creature got worse because of how serious was yeah also like I mean I don't want to make excuses too much for creature because he's like really he is yeah but it's also like he was chilling at that house for like 12 years and like without notice his master comes back and is like I'm in charge now like I'm the master like you know it's it's rough yeah it's not it's not good for sure um I'm at Harry being a sweet boy our sweet sweet boy me too he gives him the locket he gives him the locket he out of I mean, all this to say, I still love this whole journey we go on with Creature and, like, all of the stuff we get with Creature. Oh, I love Creature's arc. I re- I genuinely do. Um, it's excellent. And I'm just, I'm here for it. Same Z's. And he's got his mission. You know, he's really part of the order now. He's ready. He said, give me a job. I'm ready. I'm going to, he's like, oh, you want to get revenge on Mundungus? Why didn't you say so earlier? I'll be back in a second. (laughs) And like, you know, whatever happens, happens. We don't know what happens to Creature. We're like, he probably hates Harry again, but no. He comes back full force at the end of the book. And it is, it is another great reveal. (laughs) I just. I have so much love for Creature. I also read a lot of fan fiction about Creature where it's more like roommates, him and Harry. It's not like a house elf (laughs) master relationship. Creature makes him a sandwich every now and then. Harry cooks dinner. (laughs) It's just... I I also feel like Harry just both her creature something like what Dobby does like if you want to keep working here I'll pay you like a normal right and creatures like can I just stay here I this yeah. is my home and Harry's like yeah chill <laughs> yeah because I don't think creature was doing a lot of cleaning or anything anyway no no <laughs> um <clears throat> Wow, that was all my notes. Same. A lot happening. A lot. That's such a good chapter. I love that chapter. I feel like I accidentally went low with my points. I mean, What's not up? low. I said 110. Oh. 
175. Yeah, I'm going to up mine. Not that it matters. Like, yeah, I'm not going to anything, but I'm going to say 160. Yeah, I this is just it. it's I think it's accidentally one of my favorite chapters in the book. Like we just get so much and it it's just so well written. It feels so poignant. Like I, I already went on this journey with you guys, so I won't take you there again. But I just feel like I know the feelings of this chapter. I know the places in this yeah. chapter. And, some, and there are actually a lot of different acts in this chapter. Like three distinct things happen in my head. Yeah. But they, it all, the chapter all seems to go together in a really cohesive way, which doesn't always happen in a chapter that's broken up like that. Yeah, so. you can see how they got everywhere. You're mm-hmm. right. Because, um, I mean, I know we've definitely had some where it's like, there's like a paragraph break and it's like a new right. thing. I'm like, why is this part of the same chapter? Yeah. Um, yeah. And do we get this in the movie at all? Mm-hmm. We don't get, we just see a, we, we don't get the note. We don't get the picture. We only get the RAB. They have the discussion about RAB and then they uh, do the little, and they don't tell the story. They yeah. just go to Creature and Creature goes to Dobby and Dobby and Creature bring back Mundungus. Yeah, that's what I was like. I feel like we don't get Creature's tail. Like, no, we don't, we don't get Creature's tail. Yeah. Which I think is very cinematically described. This whole chapter, like, you can really visualize him going through the house and, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I was gonna say for a time, but this it was split up into two movies, they had time. Yeah. Um, but I did give my champ to Creature. So did I. Yeah. To Creechy Beach. What about your rat? A Mundungus. Okay. Mundungus Fletcher. The dung. Yeah. Little my shit. dung goes to Mundungus. Correct. Like, and he's lucky, honestly, because um, it almost went to Wormy, but he was... It was such a little shit that and Voldemort was up there too. Yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of rats. A lot of rat potential. Mm-hmm. And then I said the locket, but not like the Slytherin's locket, like Regulus's locket for a tattoo idea. Yeah, I like the RAB. Yeah, is... but also honestly, I would never. This is not like a tattoo. But like art that I would request and put on my wall is that like Christmas tree, Harry flying with the cat. Like, I just think that would be that really- was the first thing that came to mind. Or even like the part that Snape takes, it's like it had Lily's love on it, like her love, yeah. like something like that. But I was like, I don't know what that would be as a tattoo. Like, it would be weird if I got a tattoo that said love Lily. <laughs> we have questions. Well, we have we're concerned like who is that like <laughs> that's what I was a character from Harry Potter well like why that character I'm like you know I, it's just you just you really have to you'd have to be there truly um well this has been another episode stay magical charmed I'm sure
charmed, I'm sure. Sure, sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.